2: Hey y'all, hi, what's up? How are you today? Let's sit down, let's sit down and talk about you. Oh wait, this is one way, isn't it? Alright, well in that case, let's talk about me! I have a Patreon, at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you'll find bonus content for both my podcasts, The Ritwit and Paleobites... For the Paleo Bites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. ba 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 That's the Terminator theme. Also, I recognize that there isn't any real prehistoric animals in that movie, but look, when I say it counts, it counts, man. It's exactly what it was supposed to be, and it was everything we all dreamed it would be, it's great. So we discuss all about that movie and the Monsterverse as a whole, and what could come next, and how it relates to dinosaurs in some way or other. Spoiler alert. It really doesn't. But it's close enough. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast with a host as old as its prehistoric subjects. I'm turning 30 today! Ah! Ah, happy birthday. Thank you. Ah, it's the worst.
3: Ah, you're 30 now. The big three zero. Ah,
2: this is the end of my life. Yep. <laughs> it's all downhill from here.
3: Literally, actually. Uh, he's moving to San Francisco at the top of a hill. Yeah. Uh, and by the time he makes it to the bottom of said hill, it will be the end of his life.
2: Ah. Uh because i fell off the hill and died right? exactly <laughs> it was the it choice sorry was that not clear that's where <laughs> i was going with that Ah, <laughs> oh, man Ugh, i'm so old
3: ah but 30 right like i feel like you can like Claim to fame, like you made it to thirty.
2: Uh, I was really hoping to be in one of those lists of like thirty under thirty, you know. But
3: <laughs> uh that's fair. That's fair. But, You'll you know, never that's... make the fo- Forbes or whatever. But... Like,
2: yeah, the four. I mean, I don't know about rich, so like, person with the dumbest podcast under thirty. Uh, actually, I actually have a lot of competition there. So... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you
3: definitely do not have the dumbest podcast. Like, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like,
2: Well I guess Joe Rogan's is pretty dumb. I've never heard any of it, but I've heard people talk about it. So. I mean, it's
3: Joe Rogan. Rogan, right? So, like, yeah. lower your expectations at the door.
2: Pretty hard, anyway. Like lower <laughs> them pretty hard. All right.
3: Sorry to upset the Joe Rogan fan base.
2: Although those kind of people aren't listening to a show like this. <laughs> They're like, dinosaurs, man. What is that? Is that my last yeah, that's. <laughs> yes. That's how every
3: I, Joe Rogan... <laughs> I,
2: maybe he's a really nice man. No,
3: he's not. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyway,
2: th- so if you if you could have a hmm. dinosaur on as a guest co-host on a right. Joe Rogan
3: <laughs> right. show,
2: which one and what would they do?
3: Uh well, I feel compelled to say it would have to be the T Rex, so that he would immediately eat Joe Rogan.
2: But the, the, think of the poor T Rex, though. Like
3: it might upset his stomach. Yeah, right.
2: like-
3: <laughs> I mean. What's like kind of a shitty dinosaur who's like kind of an asshole, like known for being kind of an asshole? Well, I
2: I, I would think maybe like a Stegosaurus. Yeah. Because, like, it has that big spike tail. It could just swing it and then skewer him. <laughs>
3: Wasn't Spike a Stegosaurus? Yes, though? but he didn't
2: have spikes yet because he didn't have spikes with the plates because he was a baby.
3: Yeah. And never grew like,
2: up over 13 movies. <laughs> I don't
3: want Spike to get sick eating Joe Rogan. Well, he wouldn't
2: eat him. He'd just skewer him and leave because he's an herbivore, you know?
3: Oh. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Then, yeah, I'll have Spike so that he can murder Joe Rogan and, like, he and I can uh, just FBI! <laughs> Although I'm just realizing Spike doesn't speak. Yeah. And So that would be a very boring podcast. Unlike the other stegosauruses that oh, absolutely s- speak. So. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what I would do? Uh, I would do... Uh, I would have an ankylosaurus on his podcast, not to, like, clobber him with his club tail or anything right. like that. Like, I may dislike the man and what he does to society and the world, but I don't, right. I don't know if I want to get him killed, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I don't want the FBI down. My... <laughs>
3: like, You're a better man than I, sir. Yes.
2: Uh, like, I... what uh, ankylosaurus does is it, it? it's prone to eating, like... And I guess also, like, long necks are the same way, but ankylosaurus can fit in a room better, in a podcast studio better. They eat a lot of pebbles to help grind their food in their stomach, and the process creates terrible gas. Uh Oh. (laughs) So.
3: Well, I mean.
2: So the ankylosaurus will come on, Joe Rogan will be spouting about how woke culture is ruining society or whatever. Right. And then the ankylosaurus will be like... (laughs) I mean, that's
3: all I hear when Joe Rogan speaks, anyway. Yeah,
2: but it'll stink so bad that Joe Rogan will have to abandon his studio.
3: (laughs) Forever. it it has a
2: lingering smell of ankylosaurus farts.
3: Right, right. And, I mean, everybody knows once your studio has that lingering smell of ankylosaurus farts, it's useless.
2: Yes, and the ankylosaurus, I'm going to make sure the ankylosaurus... Joe Rogan gets him when Enkylosaurus is a baby. So the baby imprints on Joe Rogan and follows right. him everywhere. Right. So if he tries it in a different studio. Perfect. And since Ankylosaurus is covered in armor and other Short sort of stuff, part. he's probably bulletproof. So Joe These Rogan good can't kill him to right. stop him.
3: And neither can the NRA.
2: He's just stuck <laughs> with that farting Ankylosaurus imprinted on him.
3: Good. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Uh, This is actually the Joe Rogan fanfic that I will be submitting to his podcast. Uh,
2: You know, Joe Rogan is a real knucklehead, isn't he? And speaking of which, we're talking about Colopiocephalae, which actually translates to knucklehead.
3: Hey! I was wondering where this transition was going. (laughs)
2: Look
3: at that, knucklehead. Yes. What what an old school house, like, tease, right? Yeah,
2: sometimes paleontologists like to do, like, silly names like that for their creatures.
3: I mean, I think it's fun, right? Yeah. But like, I feel like knucklehead, like
2: such a G-rated insult. <laughs>
3: yeah, it feels very like
2: like a, like a Disney head.
3: Channel insult, right? Like, yeah. you remember you were watching like shows like that as a kid, and they're trying to like be like, "Oh, this kid is a bully," and I was like, "My bullies don't say that." <laughs> like,
2: for some reason, I remember the line in Remember Robots?
3: Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: There's that one business mogul who was all greedy and trying to get people with upgrades, he said this line that, for some reason, I remember perfectly. It was like, now let's get down to the business of sucking every loose penny out of Mr. and Mrs. Average Knucklehead. Oh. (laughs) And I'm like, that sounds pretty good.
3: Yeah. Also (laughs) sounds like most CEOs, I know. So, yeah. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And this is our podcast where we shit on capitalism?
2: Yep. Is Joe Rogan a capitalist? Probably. Probably.
3: (laughs) We all just... Take a dumb bunch Joe Rogan. Yes. Also, working on swearing less on Matt's podcast. That's a, I mean, I
2: swear away. I've got Velociraptor noises at the ready. This is true.
3: <laughs> so. This is true.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. In that case.
3: <laughs> part. Uh. Uh, uh,
2: okay. Well, one of those was much better than the others.
3: <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, type. It is a pachycephalosaurid, a group of hmm. dinosaurs with hard domed heads. Domed heads. <laughs> Yes, uh, size three point five feet slash uh, one point two meters long. So pretty oh. small, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was expecting much larger.
2: Well, some of the um, P- Pachycephalosaurus could be about the size of a person in height, like oh. Tw- oh. fifteen feet long in length. So, oh, but this is this is smaller. So,
3: right. But uh, like,
2: oh. <clears throat> anyways, diet herbivore. So, okay. Yep, it's all right.
3: So it won't eat Joe Rogan. But Damn it! Right. It could have
2: butt him and then throw him to the wall or something.
3: A dome head would do some damage, I'll tell you what.
2: Although although I guess I'll get to uh, uh, why it might not as much here. Uh, Time... Lake Cretaceous, 80 to 77 million years ago. Location, Alberta, Canada. Oh. I want to go on a trip to Alberta, Canada. Cause the, cause the, Seems lovely. Because the continent of North America's biggest right. mall is in Edmonton. Really? Yes. It's and bigger it's, than
3: the Mall of America?
2: Yes, by quite a bit. Oh. And it's so big, it has a water park and a theme park inside it. And the theme park has roller coasters. <laughs> so Holy crap. I am taking a trip to Alberta, Canada. Also, my favorite dinosaur sign is on a skeleton in the Royal Terrell Museum, which is like an hour or two outside of Edmonton. So.
3: so might as well. Yeah. That's too large for a mall. Also, do people still go to malls?
2: I mean, maybe not now, COVID times, but...
3: Right, but like, even prior to COVID, like, anytime my parents come through town, my parents live in a small town, so they always want to go to the mall, right? Because it's something they don't have. Right. I walk around and I'm like, "Wow, this is terrible."
2: <laughs> See, if so I'm I were not to enjoy
3: myself at all, I would
2: just go to the theme park and the water park,
3: uh, and fair. maybe
2: peruse the mall and not buy anything. If they have a good Lego store, I'd probably go through that. But <laughs>
3: oh, fair, fair. <laughs>
2: um, anyways,
3: valid points, and you know, check out the food court. Yes. Get oh, a it's always
2: a good for yeah, get a good pretzel.
3: Orange Julius. Ugh. Ooh, there's a good question. What's your favorite mall food?
2: Ah, uh, no, probably Orange Julius.
3: Yeah, same. <laughs> They're just so good.
2: Anyways, it was just... Calipiocephale was described in 1930... Not 19... 2003. Right. Uh, pop culture appearances uh, shoved in the lockers of middle schools everywhere. That's oh. all I've got. <laughs> no one cares oh, about Calipiocephale. Such a knucklehead.
3: Right. Well, I also enjoy this idea that, one, the dome head seems fun to me. Yes. Uh, also... Do you remember there was like this weird like scientific experiment that yes. I remember seeing a lot of like hype around? Okay. Uh, that basically they like made like an environmental dome. And the biodomes, people... yes. Yeah, the biodomes. They just had people live in them for yeah. like a year. Okay. Uh, and then I think that's what The Simpsons movie was based off of.
2: Oh, really? Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Because okay. then they put
3: the dome over the town.
2: Yeah, and then also Stephen King's short story, The Dome.
3: Right. <laughs> Which I have not seen.
2: I, I I haven't seen it either, or read it, or on it, whatever.
3: I I say seen. <laughs> they made a mini series on it uh, at one okay. point. That's uh, true.
2: Also on Mars there'll probably be biodomes there because sure. where else can you build grow plants?
3: <laughs> right, right, mm. Uh that's actually so fun Patreon perk. Uh you'll see Matt and I go to Mars to record this podcast.
2: That's true. Yeah. I forgot we're on we're on Mars right now.
3: Yeah. Uh, the Patreon is just us kidding to Mars. <laughs> uh, this podcast is recorded on the surface of Mars in our own biodome. Yes. Uh,
2: I, but let me tell you, I'm getting real cabin fever here. I've been here for seven years. Right, <laughs> like, right. Also, I
3: say our biodome. Really, like, um, Matt's uh, part of the dome is on that side of town. Mine is on that side of town. There's about 700 of us, which is not a lot, but more than you would expect yeah, on the surface of Mars. Especially
2: considering we're here alone forever, and these are, like, right. the only people we'll ever know. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> uh, I tried to go out on a date, but it didn't work out, and I'm running out of options real fast.
3: You're <laughs> telling me. <laughs> like, like,
2: <laughs> Anyways, um, sometimes paleontologists have a sense of humor. <clears throat> not right. always, mind you. A lot of them are these dweeby dorks that take everything seriously, don't understand the concept of humor. That's not true, but I'm, well, well, why mean, not punch down a little? <laughs>
3: Ross keeps insisting that they were on a break, and he's not that funny. So
2: No, he's not. And, and even if they were on a break, don't sleep with someone else.
3: <laughs> well, don't sleep with somebody else within, like, eight hours of being on a break.
2: Yeah, like, if you're still on a break within a month,
3: yeah like that's one thing but like it like they were still both like coming back from this fight like that's no like the next morning she's like hey i've cooled down like let's have a conversation about this and he's like hey i just slept with somebody like
2: yeah like i'm so glad uh sam Neill's character in Jurassic park is the definitive pop culture paleontologist over ross geller yeah so... <laughs> Anyways, uh sometimes when officially describing a dinosaur in a paper, they'll give it a, a funny name, knowing that due to the strict rules of scientific nomenclature, the name is permanent as long as the <laughs> species is deemed valid and not a nomen nudum, which is like a thing where like we assigned a name to a species but turns out we actually don't have enough evidence for that species to uh, make it a full species yet.
3: Oh. So there's other like So kind of like how Pluto's like colloquially a planet, but like is not really a planet.
2: Kind of? I don't know. That's, well, we have evidence that Pluto exists. It's, not, it's, like, it's oh. like if we found a planet. We f- it's like if... Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com.
2: We th- we noticed the gravity of like of like Neptune is off. I was gonna say Uranus, but I just can't <laughs> say that anymore. I, th- that br- planet's name is ruined. Uh, but anyway,s we noticed the ne- gravity right. of Neptune is off, and we deduced that there is another planet out there that's affecting the gravity of it. And then so we immediately come up with a name and a just other sort of stuff for it before we even discover it.
3: Oh. And then
2: it turns out it didn't exist. It was just some sort of weird gravitational fluke. That sort of thing. So.
3: Huh. The more you know.
2: Anyways. Uh, but So this has its risks, though. Naming a species a funny name because you can't change it. Like, did you officially describe your dinosaur Dimple Bubasaurus?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: because you were drunk and thought it would be funny? <laughs> Guess what? Stuck that way. Oh, sure, you could get lucky and not have enough material uncovered to make the species valid, brushing your embarrassing naming of it aside. Or they could find hundreds of complete skeletons in a bone bed, for that. For a bunch of them that died in a flash flood, and the news and scientific journals would be forced to write. us have uncovered hundreds of perfectly preserved Dimple Bubasaurus skeletons. And then turns out, when studying these skeletons, that the dinosaur is an important link between several dinosaur families and will force them to reassess the entire evolutionary branches of dinosaur relations, making Dimple one of the most <laughs> important fossils in scientific history. Its name will live forever in textbooks and journals, meaning you'll be constantly reminded of the time you drunkenly named it and everyone in the paleontological community will shun you and right. you'll forever live in shame.
3: As one was. I mean... <laughs> What would be the worst name for a dinosaur that you can come up with?
2: Uh, there's already a Fukui raptor. So... Fukui? <laughs> yeah, it's Japanese, but ah. it looks like... Uh, okay, here comes the Velociraptor. A Fukui raptor.
3: Fantastic. I mean, I like the idea of us going back and renaming like normal dinosaurs after things that like sound like the ramb- ramblings of a drunk man.
2: Okay. This isn't a T-Rex. This is a a big, badass-saurus.
3: I'm waiting for the day the, like, companies start sponsoring dinosaur names. You Okay. So it'll be like the Budweiser-saurus. Have you
2: ever seen Jurassic World? No. They make that exact joke. Oh. Because, <laughs> like, they- I
3: wrote for Jurassic World, actually. <laughs> like, uh, that's uh, uh, that's uh, why I know that joke.
2: Okay. Like, the, the one of the guys who works in the control room, who's Nick Miller from New Girl. Um, oh. Um, but he talks about like how because they you know, they're getting to this point where they're making new dinosaurs rather than just getting old dinosaurs they're genetically altering new dinosaurs like the Indominus right. Rex and they talk about like how they have a corporate sponsor for him and Nick, Nick Miller that's not his real name but that's
3: right, right, right. <laughs> that's but this that's this character I mean, from
2: New Girl no, he's like why don't you just have those corporations name the dinosaurs like Pepsi Source or Tostito Dawn <laughs> so, I mean
3: at this rate like Amazon Prime just bought MGM so like yeah. I, if they're gonna like make that lion into a dinosaur.
2: What made me feel so much like Michael Crichton's worst fears are coming true? If you ever go into a pet store, right, and you go to the fish, sure, and there are some fish that are not real fish. What they uh, were genetically made. Oh, like they were bred a certain way. Like they weren't. They're not fish well, you find in the wild, and because oh. they were bred a certain way. Their species name has a trademark symbol next to it and it makes me so sad.
3: Oh, that is that is weird. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair.
2: Yeah, I was like, this is Michael Crichton's worst fear. Yeah. <laughs> Someone owns this species. <laughs> Somebody
3: owns this species of fish.
2: <laughs> to the point where if you write their species name, you have to use a, t- a trademark.
3: That's so interesting though, because yeah. like we don't see that with like dogs. No. There's no, Because
2: dogs are public domain, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) They belong to the world! You
3: heard it here first, folks. Yes. Uh, Dogs are public domain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so... um, That's the risk of naming a dinosaur something funny, but uh, the odds of that happening are realistically very low.
3: Well, I mean, Knucklehead is still kind of endearing.
2: Yeah. Right?
3: Like... I could call them, like my friends or like my brothers like a knucklehead, right? But like, You'd be really
2: pulling your punches. I feel if they, if you did that.
3: <laughs> this is valid. This is valid. <laughs> I mean, I say much worse things to my friends. Uh...
2: I, I yeah, I've descri- I think uh, uh, I described all my friends the other day. Not a knucklehead, but another head. That uh, right. That you that know.
3: resembles excrement. Yes. <laughs> so. I'm trying to give Matt less to edit out with yes, Velociraptor yes, noises. So.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and I gave him a knuckle sandwich right now.
3: <laughs> right, right afterwards. Yeah. So is that the like claim to fame behind the knucklehead dinosaurs? They made a gave...
2: mean knuckle sandwich. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, domehead. I assume. Built the dome in the Simpsons movie.
2: Yes, but actually, speaking of domes, Colopiocephalae was another member of the Pachycephalosaurid family. Uh, more specifically, the variants with flatter heads rather than domed ones.
3: Huh. So, like, if you they're built... like the odd cousins. Like, yeah. The... Oh, what was that show? There was like a show, a Conehead.
2: Yes, yeah, so I was actually thinking about Conehead earlier. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Like, so they're just like the cone heads of the neighborhood. So those are
2: pointed. These are just like flat.
3: Right, right, but like everybody else's head is a normal shape. Yeah. So like that's a like flat-headed dinosaur. Oh, okay.
2: I get you. I thought you were saying that another. There's another group of pachycephalosaurs that had cone heads. <laughs> oh,
3: I mean. I, you're the dinosaur expert here.
2: As far as I have read, no. <laughs> so.
3: As far as I have read, yes. Ah, well, then uh, I, and I am reading conflict. in the comments section of Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh,
2: ah, well he would know. <laughs>
3: he would know! I mean, come on, people.
2: Anyways, sources fossils were found in 1945 by paleontologist L.M. Sternberg, probably celebrating the fact that the war was over by going on a nice relaxing dig in the Alberta Badlands.
3: As one does.
2: I know. And initially identified as a as a stegoceros, another type of pachycephalosaur hmm. that was well-known back then. However, in 2003, paleontologist Robert Sullivan studied the fossils further but found enough features in the skull to distinguish it from stegoceros and thus described as a new species, which he named Colepiocephalae, or knucklehead, because he thought it'd be funny.
3: Uh, fair, fair. And, and funny it was! And funny it was. Actually,
2: I've heard funnier names. Me? Yeah.
3: I mean, I like it.
2: There's actually a dinosaur, well, it's not uh, unfortunately as... It's not considered valid anymore. It's another nomen nudum, I think. Um, uh, but it's uh, called Gojirasaurus, like Godzilla. Ah! <laughs>
3: I'm a little slow. <laughs> yeah, Gojira is
2: the Japanese name of.
3: That's fantastic, and Godzilla just makes sense to name a dinosaur after Godzilla. Yeah, but I mean, I is would. there a dinosaur named after Mothman?
2: Moth. Uh, well, I don't know if there's one. Or Mothra. I was gonna say Mothra. I mean, they're both monsters, so yeah. yeah. So like, where's I the mean, Moth Woman?
3: <laughs> yeah, these are the questions. Feminism 2021. Like, let's get on this.
2: Where's the Moth non-binary person?
3: Yeah, gender non-conforming or gender fluid.
2: Yeah, all what? my guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You know,
3: mm. <laughs> uh, men, women, friends beyond the binary. Yeah, let's get started. <sighs>
2: Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) colapiocephalae.
3: These are the uh, intelligent tangents that I am here for.
2: Okay. Well, here we go. Here's, this is pretty intelligent, I'd say. Okay. is currently the oldest definitive pachycephalosaurid from, known from North America. There are other fossils found that could potentially have been older, but okay. they haven't been studied thoroughly enough yet. So stop procrastinating, paleontologists. I
3: mean, come on, guys. <laughs> You've only had 65 million years to get your crap together.
2: Yes. Come on, do it. What are you waiting on? Let, you don't have... You, you, you have become paleontologists. You have devoted your lives to the ways of the dinosaur Yeah. (laughs) Like
3: Guys, come on. You're basically
2: monks. Like you can't (laughs) you can't do anything other than focus on paleontology.
3: (laughs) Right. I mean that's how it works, right? You like give up all your worldly like needs.
2: Yeah. And just focus on the science of dinosaurs. Yeah.
3: That's what Ross Geller did.
2: Yeah. That's why wait, no. <laughs> I was about to say something about him being on a break, but that doesn't make sense because if he's like a monk, he he wow he's sacrilegious to the ways of the paleontology monks. He's having sex all the time.
3: Yeah, I mean, wouldn't we always Jennifer Aniston? But
2: yes, I guess that's true. Definitely her over Angelina Jolie. Brad yeah. Pitt. Brad Pitt. What were you thinking? Anyway,
3: Brad. Come on, Brad. Brad. Come on yeah
2: anyways, let's rate collepiocephala <laughs> sixty five million <laughs> or whatever you gonna rate it
3: right' right well, I rate it six playground bullies
2: playground bullies okay knucklehead yeah <laughs> That's a very tame <laughs> <laughs> i I rate it uh either uh I'm gonna rate it either like thirty million or one one gross moldy knuckle sandwich
3: <laughs> right old moldy. I don't know where this hand has been, but here we are.
2: Right. Or what if it's a... Surely there's a literal knuckle sandwich. Like, you know, pig knuckles are a thing that people eat. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think. I mean,
3: I'm not doubting you, but like, yeah, I guess there would be a literal knuckle sandwich out there.
2: Wait, pigs have hooves. How do they have knuckles?
3: (laughs) I mean, there's probably something that connects (laughs) to the hooves.
2: I I have heard of the food pig knuckles, so... Put them in a sandwich.
3: Maybe it's metaphorical.
2: Ah, okay.
3: We all know that famous I'm, I'm metaphor. I
2: am a writer, so everything's a metaphor.
3: Right. <laughs> His life is actually just a metaphor for a guy named Matthew Donald.
2: Yes. And also, I I like I follow the works of Sigmund Freud, so right. everything's a metaphor for sex. Right. My love of dinosaurs is somehow some sort of suppression of my psyche uh, to want to screw a dinosaur. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, that's, that's the it. end goal of this podcast.
2: <laughs> that's the end of that. Uh, watch out, my bird. Beware. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at <laughs> Matt D at dot com uh, for any general questions to either co host. <laughs> you can follow me on social media at Matthew on Facebook, at Matthew sixty four on Twitter, and Matthew sixty four on Instagram. Y sixty four. Wait, that's the wrong show. <laughs> hey. <laughs> if you want to check out that show? I have another podcast called The Ritwit Wit. Where two twits talk about ritting. And- ritting. Yes, ritting. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some stuff.
3: Yeah. Who knows? It's a fun show. Yeah. I guess I've been th- on it. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. He says about his own show.
2: It's not the best. Why the hell are you listening to it, guys? Anyways. <laughs> That's it for this week. I was say at the end of every episode of Paleobites, uh Knuckle? <laughs> yeah.
3: How do we do it like the snaps on West Side Story?
0: Yeah. It was bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.